Yo, 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 what's good? This is Chan Man, House of Barf. Um, so, yeah, it's it's um, it's about 3.42 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, and, yeah, I know I was just disgusting, uh, you know, about trading um, on Friday as a day trader. You really don't want to get held holding the bag over the weekend. Anything can help happen over the weekend. Uh, therefore, you want to kind of get your trades done and over with and out. Uh, so yeah, that's why I hurried up and hopped on cause I was actually, I just took a quick look and, um, let's take a look, uh, what just happened. Um, I hope I literally did not just, uh, I thought I put a limit order in, uh, but it looks like. Uh, I just got out of the take two. Uh, it was August 18th, 2023. Uh, sold 10, uh, sold, uh, some calls short. Um, so, uh, my goal, uh, well, I can't even see where I purchased them at, but it looks like I may have sold them at 620 and I bought them at 620. I, Met to try to sell them at like 615 or something, but I guess, uh, uh, cause I was up a couple hundred dollars, but I guess it didn't execute till 620. I made that mistake a couple times. Uh, make sure I don't do that in the future. Uh, that was pretty frustrating. Uh, so essentially I just broke even besides all the commission and fees. Uh, so it, uh, take two, um, probably dropped today because the calls that I went long uh, went down about $1,100, and the calls that I bought to go short uh, went up about $1,100, uh, and that's why I was going to try to sell. I bought it at six twenty, and I was trying to sell it at like six fifteen or something, and uh, I was going to try to make a profit, but I guess I didn't get out till six twenty, and therefore I just it was a complete just zero. That that's a blower. Um, all right. So I do want to keep this Camden properties cause I just kind of want to experiment with allowing a call that is short to expire and just kind of see what happens as well as I'm going to do it with the other trades as well. Um, you know, long put long call, get all this figured out. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, trying to get out of this Elm communities position. Uh, again, I bought, uh, or I sold an August 18th, 2023, uh, call. Um, I saw that, uh, contract price $1.95. It's currently trading at $1.70. And, uh, now it's trading at $2. Uh, when it was trading at $1.70, I put in an order to buy at $1.85. I thought it would have worked, but, uh, it didn't. Uh, so it didn't execute. Um, rest of these trades. Uh, the take two, uh, I also have a June 21st, 2024, uh, long call position and a September 15th, 2023 long call position in Boeing, uh, Boeing, uh, must've went down today cause the call lost money. Um, so yeah, that's just the trades I've been, I've been working on. Um, uh, give me one moment. Okay. Also, I have two long stock positions uh, in Taiwan Semiconductor. Uh, that is a uh, um, that's down on the day. 
Um, is down approximately 0.32% on the day, and Foot Locker is down approximately 1.75% on the day. So I have those positions. Uh, probably will just leave them going to the weekend with them. Uh, I do believe that Taiwan Semiconductor will have a, a, an update as well as uh, Foot Locker. I think uh, Foot Locker will have an update as well. Um, um, so, yeah, that's just basically the trades. I think I'm going to go ahead and just wrap it up with that for the weekend. Uh, and then do some research over the weekend, just more so what uh, what trades um, I'm going to be making on Monday. So I'll look around uh, a few things I'm looking at. Biosig Technologies. Uh, let me see what their ticker symbol was again. Um, I'll go back to it. Yeah, I'm looking at this company, Biosig Technologies. It's ticker symbol BSGM. It's $1.16. Um, I did say that I was going to put a uh, dollar uh, in an account and uh, begin trading with it. Um, let me go to, yeah, so um, I was able to get the dollar in the account. Uh, now I just kind of have to find um, like some pennies uh, and just show that, you know, it, it's possible to um uh even just start with a dollar so i'll work on that uh so pretty much when it comes to friday it's 10 minutes left um again uh it's more so uh, most people are going to try to get out get ready for the weekend uh party vacations pay bills whatever it is they just want some chicken in their pocket so that they can handle those things on the other end um you know yeah, people are just going to start selling off. So you, you do kind of see a sell-off towards the end of the day. I'm not sure if that's exactly what's happening today. Don't quote me. But, yeah, we'll go into the weekend. Uh, we'll keep an eye on semiconductors. That's something I'm looking into. REITs, utilities, uh, just different various things. And we'll get ready for Monday morning. Um, I do want to say that I feel kind of bad today. Uh, we're, I was having a great day around uh, 1 p.m., I kind of got distracted and it was a learning lesson for me as well is that when you're doing well and you got things moving, uh, you know, the devil uh, will try to, you know, throw you off your pivot. So and, and, and I got threw off my pivot um, and it just kind of it just kind of snowballed into the rest of the day. Uh, so uh, I was getting kind of excited, but that was a learning lesson for me. Uh, I couldn't even, I couldn't even do the research like I wanted to do the research. Uh, but yeah, that, that's something we're going to work on. Um, a couple things I'll be looking at NVIDIA, uh, over the weekend. I know that they were kind of having a rough day. Uh, we'll look at Intel. We'll look at the semiconductors, different things. Taiwan semiconductor, uh, working on that. Um, so I don't think there's too much more to go over. We'll be sure to. Uh, try to get better with that. Uh, we're going to, uh, Monday, hopefully we'll be ready. Hopefully things will be serious. It's going to be fantastic. Um, going to be taking risk. Luckily have not lost too much yet. Um, doing great. We're staying on track. Uh, just got thrown off my pivot for a second there. So, uh, but again, um, I know it may sound crazy, unless you're like a long-term investor. I know it may sound crazy talking about getting hip, getting stuck holding the bag. Uh, it is something that you really don't want to, um, as a day trader, uh, you really don't want to get stuck in. So 
um, again, uh, what I mean by you, you want to get your assets in cash. Now, as a long-term investor, it's totally different. If you ask anybody who long-term invests and short-term invests their percentages, you'll probably hear better re uh, returns from the long-term investor. The person who decided to go ahead and invest, uh, leave it, set it, and forget it almost, as long as it's in good, good, um, you know, pretty good stocks. Uh, there are, are there are times when you can uh, run into situations. Uh, I can't think of one right off the bat, but um, let's say um, I don't know. I gotta look it up. Uh, let's let's say a couple companies are merging, right? And your company uh, got merged with another company, and this uh, this next company ends up going down to zero. So if you own this, if you own this company, uh, you merged with uh, such and such company, uh, and then the stock completely goes down, and you're just stuck with nothing. And you're wondering, where is my Bell South stock that I had? You know, and it's like, oh man, Bell South merged with such and such. And then that stock tanked and, you know, you kind of just like, damn, I didn't even realize. So there are times where you can get stuck um, so many times. But a lot of times, you know, if, if you set, forget, usually those will have, if not the same, better returns than short-term investing. Not to mention stress level. You kind of forgot about it. You can come back, you know, look at it like, oh, I'm up, uh, you know, 10, 15, 20 percent, however much percent. It is. And don't ever get scared of being up a lot. I mean, you can be up a thousand, two thousand percent. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, or, you know, because a lot of people will say, oh, once I hit 30 percent, I'm out. You can hit 100. You can hit 200. It's possible. But more so with day traders, um, you don't want to get stuck holding the bag in the sense of you put this money into this company, speculative company, and over the weekend, this speculative company gets, um, I don't know, investigated by the SEC. So you don't find this shit out to aftermarket on Friday. And you're wondering, like, you know, you check your stocks and you're wondering why, what's going on. And then next thing you know, come Monday, it's not trading. It's grayed out. It says no volatility. It says zero. You're like, what's, what's going on here? And then next thing you know, some news comes out. This other company that I'm looking at real quick, because I saw a lot of people on Investor Hub. This is why I kind of, you know, take a look at those websites. Not saying I support them or believe in them, but I saw a bunch of people talking about this, these companies, this company, uh, DWAC. Uh, um, let me see, uh, percentage gainers, uh, DWAC. And, uh, DWAC had a pretty good day to date. Um, and what I saw online was people were like, oh, yeah, this is Trump's corporation. Uh, and it went up approximately 50% today. And I was like, oh, man, that that was a slip up on my part to be able to just like, I seen a bunch of people talking about it, but I I didn't look it up. I didn't know what they were talking about. I wasn't sure if it was an acronym for some, you know, some, no, I'm not trying to say that, but, you know, Donald Trump supporter. You know, I wasn't sure, so I didn't look it up. And then today, I just said, hey, what companies are gaining? And I see DWAC. And I was like, yo, I just seen a bunch of people talking about that. But, yeah, just a couple things that just go over. One, um, don't let anybody throw you off your pivot when you're trading. 
you know, when you're sitting there, there's going to be a bunch of people. One, another way people can throw you off your pivot besides just calling you and telling you things like, you know, uh, this such and such bill isn't paid or the AC unit went out or whatever. I hate your fucking guts. You ain't shit. Um, it, whatever it is that, uh, because when you're trying to do your analysis, you kind of have to be focused, you know what I'm saying? Cause you're seeing things like you're kind of, I hate to say it, you're kind of going into the matrix. You're kind of seeing things differently. As soon as you get thrown off that, you can't see shit the same. Cause all you can think about is all the shit that's going wrong. You know what I'm saying? And then you don't get no trades done. And then also, um, another way you can get thrown off your trades is by having individuals tell you what trades you need to make. If there's any advice that I, I don't give advice or guidance or nothing, but if there's anything I can say, never, ever, okay, let me not say never, ever, but try not to take advice from somebody about what trades you should make. I understand, you know, you got a bunch of buddies who are, okay, let me rephrase that, especially if this person has never made a trade in their life. You need to find out kind of the background of somebody and their history. Most people aren't going to tell you, and you know why? Because they've never made a trade in their life. The history of their investing career is going around the office and hanging around the fellas who do invest or the women who do invest and may not even be doing well. They could be doing trash, but they walk around, hey, yeah, yeah, you know, got to make these trades, got to make these trades. Oh, what are you trading? Oh, I'm trading this small town, you know, time company, blah, blah, blah. They say, you know, they come to you and they're like, hey, uh, I got a buddy at work that said this company is really up, is on the coming and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, let me go check them out. And then you buy them. And they say, no, you lose thousands of dollars, hundreds of dollars, however much. Next thing you know, you go back to your buddy or they ask you, hey, how did that trade go? Did you make that trade? And you're like, yeah, I made the trade and I lost thousands. And they're like, oh, and it's like, yo, how did you find out about that trade? What happened? And they're like, uh, I don't know. And it's like, so did you make the trade? And they're like, nah, I've never traded a day in my life. And you're just like, oh, my dumbass. So there's a lot of lessons. That's another thing about BARF is. Uh, is building a bridge, uh, not saying I'm an expert, but building a bridge from the mistakes that I, I've made previously in my experiences. All right, there it goes. The date, the end of market, uh, for, uh, today, um, uh, July, uh, 21st, 2023. All right, great. Market is over. But yeah, so just kind of a bridge of all the mistakes I've made and the lessons I've learned. Not saying I'm an expert or anything. But so that other individuals don't really have to run in and bump their head on these mistakes. Um, is there anything else? Oh, yeah. And as far as holding the bag, again, when it comes to day trading, um, anything can happen over the weekend. Anything can happen at the end of market. I, I know sometimes it seems like an easy bagger where you can go ahead and make that $1,000 or that 50%, you've been doing your research, you know it, you got it, and right before you want to go on that vacation or right before you want to go into the weekend or whatever you want to do, you say, you know what, I'm going to try to make this quick 25%. Look at this. Look at this stock. It's Look at it. I can see it. And you want to hurry up and hop into it. And that that can become one of the worst weekends of your life that can that can affect you for years and years to come. It could be the same thing that maybe possibly makes you 
It makes us not ever want to trade again. You know, uh, I, I, now that was another time I didn't trade. I've made mistakes and you say, you know what? I'm going to back off of trading for a little while. Just put it in Amazon, Apple, Google, and I'm just going to take a break. And sometimes these breaks can take five, ten years before you start trading again. You know what I'm saying? And then you try to get back whipping back into it. Um, that's more so because also when you get held, when you get, you know, held, you know, when you get in the situation when you're the one holding the bag, there's a couple things that could happen. The sharks got you, you know what I'm saying? Meaning, you know what I'm saying? They, they did everything they had to do to get the stock to pump or whatever. And then, um, they pulled out and then they're gone. They're, they're all the way gone. And then you try to ride the wave up. And then when it hits its height, you're trying to sell it. And there's nobody that wants to buy it. So then it's dropping, it's dropping, uh, it's dropping. And next thing you know, you're stuck holding the bag and you're going to have to take all those losses or whatever. So that's another way. And the other way you can get held, uh, stuck holding the bag is, for example, the SEC coming in and freezing your stock or whatever. And now you're stuck and you just took a bunch of L's. So seriously, it's about getting those percentage gains, rolling out, enjoying your weekend. Yes, it can be frustrating knowing that you could have made four or $5,000 on a trade. And instead, you made $0. But that's much better than taking a... $17,000 loss, $7,000 loss, $4,000 loss, $500,000, I mean, $500 loss. It's much better than that. And a plus, kind of like the Lawrence Fishburne way of thinking, you win some, you lose some, but at least you're there being able to fight again another day. So that's more so kind of a mentality you want to have saying, yeah, I could have made more money. And another thing is, I'll tell you real quick, and this could be off topic. If you're a person that likes to go around and tell people your gains and how much you made and everything, I'm telling you, a lot of people don't care. They don't care. You go around telling them, hey, I made $10,000 today. They're just like, hey, great. You could say, hey, I made $10 today. Hey, great. To them, it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter at all. You know, they don't care. So it's really no point of going around saying, hey, so how much money did you make? Oh, I made 5 k Hey, great. How much money you make today? $500. Hey, great. It doesn't matter. You know, and plus to mention, if you're going around telling everybody your gains, then you definitely should also make sure you're considering the 40% taxes that you're going to be paying for short-term capital gains tax. And make sure you keep that account ready. Now, this isn't advice. You know what I'm saying? You could either, you know, keep another account where you keep the capital gains and wait for the end of the year because you know the IRS is coming for it. You know, you know how many people made forty, fifty thousand dollars in in a couple of months, and took those forty, fifty thousand dollars and partied with it and paid off bills and was like, "Oh man, I'm living a life." And at the end of the year, they got a nineteen or whatever fourteen, ten thousand dollar tax burden, and they have no idea what happened. Well, you made forty thousand that one month, and you're like, "Yeah, I did great." Uh, that was my money. Well, you know, uh, unfortunately you took it all out or it was all in an individual account and you got hit with, uh, the ordinary tax income and then you got hit with the short-term capital gains and that's all about 36, 40%. And you're like, damn, you know what I'm saying? So 
You also want to keep that in, in, in mind as well. It's another way. Now, I personally, I've always been on top of my taxes. I've, I've I always kind of consider the taxes. I learned about the taxes early on. So I've yet to really seriously get crushed by a tax burden. I'm about to get crushed by one and I'm trying to avoid it, but it's not looking like I'm going to be able to avoid it. It was some shit I did. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, um, that's Friday for day traders. Friday for long-term traders is nothing. It's just another day. They're just pull up the portfolio. Oh, wow. The Dow Jones did pretty well today. NASDAQ did pretty well. Okay, cool. I'm going to go in. They're not relying on their portfolio as a form of paying bills, cash, vacation, and nothing. At the most, they may go in and sell uh, a couple stocks or a mutual fund ETF or whatever just to have some cash over the weekend, but it's no biggie. Um, they're fine with getting stuck holding the bag or anything. They're just like, oh man, the market, oh damn, shit, I lost a bunch of money, fine. But yeah, for day traders, it's, let's mitigate those losses. Make sure you, you, you shorten up those losses. Uh, as soon as you see one, two, three percent, this is not advice. Start getting ready to start mitigating those losses. Uh, there's multiple ways to mitigate those losses. You could try to put it double down uh, and try to get that percentage to change. It's very possible. There's also ways you can put order types in to try to mitigate those losses. And what you mainly want to do is focus on gains. It doesn't matter. If it's in the red, don't take this as advice or anything. If it's in the red, you may want to pay attention. Start paying attention. If it's in the green, also same difference. Start paying attention. But more so, uh, don't get stuck in the, in the, if I would say, don't, this is not advice, but don't get stuck in the backwards way of thinking of purchasing high and selling low, it, it can it, it can become a bad habit very quickly. You'll be stuck in that bad habit and you don't want to get stuck in that bad habit. And the way you get stuck in that bad habit is um, the market's going up. Everybody's saying, hey, 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 the market's going up. We should all start investing. It's a bullish market. I heard that the, um, I don't know, the, the markets are up 20% from its lows, so we're getting out of a bearish market and we're entering the bullish market, so we should start investing. And you're like, hey, 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 I have an extra $5,000 that I haven't been doing shit with. Let me go ahead and try to hop into the market. Again, we got those sharks, dun, 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 and they're just loving it. They're like, okay, cool, pumping the market, pumping the market, not saying pumping, but you know, you know, market's going up, market's going up. So then you hop in, you're like, who, I'm going to get Google, Amazon, Tesla, and Meta, and all these things. And then what happens? <laughs> market starts dropping again. Oh, there was uh, such and such got sick, or oh, such and such political warfare, geopolitical warfare, uh, whatever, whatever it is. And then, you know, Next thing you know, what are you doing? Market tanks. And then when you're like, oh, my gosh, geopolitical warfare. Kim Jong-un just did some nuclear bomb testing. Not saying that that shit's not something you should pay attention and be like, oh, shit, be aware of. But next thing you know, you're like, I need to get out of the market quick. And then you just you just lost $2,500. Boom. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh, the Kim Jong-un thing. Well, we just got to figure it out or whatever it is. President Xi, we got it all figured out. Market's going back up. Oh, market's going back up. Okay, great. I need to hurry up and hop back in. I just lost $2,500. You hop back in. And next thing you know, oh, we got 
wildfires all over California. Half of California just burnt up. And, oh, my gosh, the Kardashians are unhappy. And now they have to move to Hawaii or something. And it's like, oh, my gosh, no. And then next thing you know, um, uh, markets drop. And then you're like, oh, I got to sell again. And then you sell again. And then (laughs) you lose some more money. And then you get in this bad habit of doing the opposite. You really want to try to work on that habit of buying low. You know what I'm saying? We're looking at Foot Locker right now. Right. I've done it before. Did it with GE. I've done it with other stocks. Uh, you look at them at their lows and you're like, ooh, well, you know, that company is old. And I've seen companies like Radio Shack and and huh, let me think. Radio Shack. Ah, let me think. I've watched a few uh, go away. Was J.C. Penney's or J.C.? I wonder if J.C.P. is still around. I think that was a ticker. J.C.P. Uh, I'm not even sure if they're around. We've watched a few companies. That I can't lie, I thought were American company, American staples. My dumbass. No, this is capitalism at its finest. You can get your ass up out of here. I didn't realize Toys R Us was still around. I think Macy's has Toys R Us, but we've seen companies go away, and you know it can it can easily happen. So I'm looking at Foot Locker at twenty four, twenty five dollars right now. I was just looking at it. Uh, was that like twenty five ninety seven or something? Uh, approximately twenty five dollars and ninety seven cents in the, in the market. Uh, don't quote me. I'll take a look at it in a second. Um, but we're watching that. And if I look here, let me pull it up real quick. If I look, these are um, fifty two week lows. Let me check. Let me let me let me look at it overall. Yeah, twenty five thirty one at the end of market. Let me see. I'm going to go to 20 years. And in 20 years, this is not the lowest. In 20 years, the lowest was around $11. It was probably about the lowest in 20 years, and that was around 2009. Okay, so in the last, let's do 10 years. 10 years, the lowest is about 17 I'm going to do five years. So in the last five years, the lowest was about about 2017. Okay, so, you know, when we're looking at it at 25, we're not too far off from like five, 10-year lows. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm seeing some people saying it's oversold, meaning like if I'm correct that there's not a lot of people buying it. Uh, so you look at a company like Foot you're like, ugh. You know, $25, does anybody even shop at Foot Locker anymore? I went to Foot Locker the other day. They never have any shoes that I want. Um, absolutely, I see I see that. I can see the point in that, you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's very possible that we could be looking at a great company that may be coming back around. So I don't ever know. Don't quote me. So uh, that's more so what we'll be taking a look into. Um Again, I'm working on day trading. Um, Got to work on your risk tolerance, uh, your in objective. My objective right now is more so supplementing my income, uh, but I'm not doing income investing. Uh, more so, again, doing speculative trades. Again, anything I do and everything we do is not advice, it's not guidance, nothing. Uh, it's more so 
being able to get this information out, being able to educate possibly others that have been interested in this. And as you always know, getting my youngins, my young trap stars or whatever, who don't, you know, are looking for different ways to, uh, to trap, you know what I'm saying? To, you know, to, um, you know, to be in the game. There's so many different avenues and some of your biggest, wealthiest individuals, not saying that they may not be addicted to the drug, but they, they, they not out there risking their lives. You know what I'm saying? They out there just trading real estate, photography, making music, you know, different various things. Um, so yeah, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Or I'm probably going to quit this. I'm going to be doing research over the weekend. I may pull up the phone and tell y'all what I'm researching. I may not. I may just go ahead and just say focus on these trades that I want to get ready. Uh, most of the trades, if I'm correct, uh, I'm not sure. I may be looking for some bearish trades. But most of the trades I'm probably going to be looking for over the weekend are going to be bull trades. Meaning I'm going to be buying low and selling high. And I may be buying the underlying instrument, um, meaning I'm probably not going to be doing too many options this upcoming week. I'm not sure. Just keeping it simple. Uh, we really kind of jumped to options. We really didn't even go over stocks first. So we may work on stocks. We still got bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, bunch of shit to go over. There's a lot of shit that we're going to go over and it's going to be it's it's going to be straight. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be cool. You know, we're going to have a good time. We're going to listen to music. And we're going to get this done. You know, if you got your Bev, enjoy your Friday Bev. Enjoy your Saturday Bev. And please, if there's anything I can say, try not to get in an argument. Try not to get in on altercations. Please, just try to enjoy yourself. It's not worth it. All right? So thank y'all so much to anybody and everybody who stopped by to kick it. I appreciate it. This is Chan Man, House of Barf.